0: It is the Brotherly Love Podcast, Anchor.fm, all your podcast platforms, a two-minute drill version of the BL Podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in with the one and only, the legendary John Mita. I'm Joe O'Donnell. John Mita, by the way, a belated happy birthday to you. I know we talked about the Bill Burr show, I think a little bit, but I don't think we really properly said happy birthday to you, so I know it's been like a month now, but how are you feeling? You feeling old?
1: Oh, I'm older than dirt, buddy. I'm, you know, every day. I'm like, oh my God, I knew that kid when he was like, I don't know, 12, <laughs> and now I'm having a beer with him at the bar. So, uh, yeah, how about Asante
0: yeah. Samuel Jr. when he plays hey, Lockdown yeah. Corner?
1: Exactly. I had another guy that John Mita had on the yep. draft uh, he did. radar. You know, just saying, John. He did. There's a lot of those guys out on the board that I was big fans of.
0: Yep, you certainly were. seem
1: to be making plays, so. Yep. Once again, Howie, if you need my number, I'm available all the time. So anytime you want to dial me up, you want some advice on who to draft, I'm here. I mean, it might cost you some money, but I don't think that's an issue for you or the Philadelphia Eagles organization.
0: No. You're equal opportunity. You got no problem. You'll work cheap. Exactly. No. Um, Bert, of the people. Birds so, are 1-0. 1-0. Oh. Oh. They squeeze Absolutely. it out. They sque- a little squeaker there, 38-35. Uh, you got it. And a uh, lot to digest. Absolutely. So, in this in this hurry-up edition of the sure. BL Podcast, why don't you lead us off, thoughts on the win, things to
1: clean up. Yeah, I mean, this this game was like an old Western movie, you know, the good Clint Eastwood style. Love the Clint, by the way. The good, the bad, the ugly, right? So, we saw a lot of things, and we're like, all right, the Eagles did pretty well at eh? Then we saw the bad, right? The bad to me was just the same old defensive scheme that Jonathan Gannon continues to run, which is just horrendous. And then the ugly for me was them not being able to tackle anybody. And the missed tackling was horrendous at times. They could have gotten off the field. And, and the other ugly thing, too, is I, I thought the defensive line would be a, a really big strength for this football team. They lose Dart Barnett to an ACL injury. Um, again, not like the hugest loss, but it just they generated zero pressure. People were telling me, Oh, the offense, you know, the Lions have a great offensive line. I get that, but they were missing three starters. And that was the best scheme you came up with. I mean their defensive <laughs> line coach Rocker, he's gotta get it together. There was no twist, there was no stunting. They didn't try to bring like just just mix it up. I mean, you look at their defense, you know, obviously Buffalo has you know arguably a top three defense in the NFL, but they were able to get pressure with some of their front four. Like in, yeah, they have Von Miller, but I mean, if you look at their D tackles and their other defensive ends, as far as like, if you're going to do a compare and contrast, as as far as talent goes, I don't know how much talented more talented their front is. I mean, obviously Von Miller's better than any defensive end, but you could argue that maybe Fletcher Cox is better than any defensive tackle that the Buffalo Bills have. So he should be. He should be. And again, paying him $14 million right now is supreme disappointment there. Um, What I like, I'll just make it real quick because I know you want to get into what you like. What I like is, listen, you know, Jalen kind of had to build the team out. A lot of times we want to see his maturation process when it comes to decision making. Is he going to make two, three reads? Is he going to stay in the pocket longer? Or is he just going to make one read, boom, tick off a run? A lot of the breakdown that I saw Brian Baldinger do, and he's a great, you know, follower on Twitter, is that he was pretty much under the rest. The Eagles' offensive line was kind of disappointing as well. They didn't have their best effort. And, again, do we talk this up to having that lazy-ass type of style of a preseason? You know, no live hitting. You're not getting the reps during preseason games. I mean, I get it all, but I don't know. But all in all, we saw the emergence of A.J. Brown. That was the good, right? We finally have another wide receiver, you hate to say, but is it similarly to, like, what Terrell Owens brought to the table for this football team in 2004 when he came aboard. And to have somebody be able to dominate. Now, it was a little worrisome that Devontae Smith didn't have a catch in the game. But, listen, he's going to get his touches. But the offensive coordinator and the coaches need to do a better job of getting the guy involved in the game plan, whatever it takes. So, hopefully they get some of those things cleaned up. It's going to be a dogfight on Monday night. Minnesota can't stand Kirk Cousins. He doesn't play well on Monday night football. He always plays well against the Philadelphia Eagles, but you got to pressure him. For some way, we got to get some sacks. Again, last year we're ranked like twenty. We had twenty-nine sacks the entire season. You know, I think we might have had one QB sack during this game. So again, Bradbury, great pick-six. You know, generating turnovers is going to be crucial. So. There's a couple things I know it's kind of scatterbrained throwing a bunch of things out there. But all in all, listen, the win's a win. It was a tough environment. I feel like once they got up 17 points, you know, Gannon's staff, he dialed back the pressure, played that vanilla-ass prevent defense, which the only thing it does is prevent you from winning the game. I'm sure you've heard that cliche yep. a thousand times. But I hate it. It's like you have really good players at your disposal. You have corners that can cover Slay, Bradbury. Or according to Merle Reese this week, poor guy, Blackberry. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you have Avante Maddox. So, yeah. you have guys that can cover. So use them. God, I, it gets I me couldn't so agree. I couldn't
0: agree more, John. Maybe you hit on a lot of things. That I think a lot of Philadelphia is feeling and talking about this week. And you're right; they got the win. That's the biggest thing. Start back-to-back years, one and zero on the road is huge. Um, I think the game played out like a lot of us thought it would from the standpoint that the Eagles, you know, you wouldn't want to say they're tired by the fourth quarter or just not executing or whatever. But you give a team momentum, and you see it so much in the NFL. It's not always about who gets the lead first or has the lead early. It's about those last few series that can really dictate or change the tempo of a game. So it was certainly scary. Defense did come up with a couple of big stops, and obviously the offense was able to generate a running game Uh, particularly late to salt the win away, but it was, it was one that could have easily gone sideways. And we're having a much different conversation today in preparation for week two. And then my fears would have been, uh, remember, I thought the Eagles would beat the Lions, but I was, if I was worried as an Eagles fan about anything, it was losing to Detroit and then having a really good team come in in Minnesota. And, And you might say, why, why really good team, right? They didn't make the playoffs last year. They fired their head coach, but they have, Maybe the best wide receiver in football in Justin Jefferson. They have an A-list running back in Dalvin Cook. And they have some playmakers on defense and now a new head coach. And everything I've heard being up in this market, whether it was parts of last year or now this year, is that Mike Zimmer just needed to go. He was old school. He was very – you want to talk about vanilla. He was vanilla. Uh, they have a young, offensive-minded head coach now. I think this, the culture has changed. The atmosphere has changed around this Vikings franchise. And I think they're buying in. And they go, you know, toe to toe with one of their division rivals and pretty much shut down the Green Bay Packers in their week one victory at home. And look, I know the Packers are without Devontae Adams, not the same Packers team. But anytime you beat Aaron Rodgers, you beat Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see how it shakes out Monday night. But a couple things on the birds that I did like. Uh, obviously the ability to run the football. Jalen Hurts using his legs to convert some third downs, which are actually, you know, just absolutely crippling for a defense. Uh, I thought that our, our new guy, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, looked like a, like a ball player. Obviously, you mentioned the pick six. Uh, but, the, you know, a disappointing thing is we talked about it. We thought the Eagles were going to win the battle in the trenches, and I don't think they came anywhere close to that. So the good news is they have the extra day to not only recover physically but also prepare Listen to WIP today. I guess a lot of guys didn't practice yesterday. John Ritchie was not happy about that, including most of the offensive lines. Yeah, I heard but, that. But look, a lot of the preparation these days are done through film. It's done through the walkthrough. It's done through individual meetings. So I'm not going to put too much stock in that. But one of the things that concerns me was not only the execution, you talked about tackling, etc., but the communication, right? The line of scrimmage, you need to communicate. And and the offensive line didn't have their act together, as you pointed out, and that's, that's a concern. So can they get it figured out this week and prepare themselves properly for a good team and a big challenge and a big matchup? We'll see. Um, you know, I, if, if anyone's getting blown out Monday night, I don't think it's going to be the visiting team. If the Eagles win this game, I think it's going to be close. I think they're going to have to make some plays defensively, as you alluded to, and put Kirk Cousins under some pressure. Uh, if there's a team that doesn't fare well, that, that gets, uh, you know, exposed a little bit, I, I think it's, you know, if, it, if that happens, if this is not a close game, I don't think it's the Eagles that are
1: victorious. You would agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's, I, you know, I kind of see it being a very close game, but I think in the end, you know, my prediction would be like 31-23. But it, the one thing that worries me about this game, is what is Jonathan Gannon going to do, right? Here's yeah. Kirk Cousins, right? He's somewhat of a, again, I think he's the most overrated quarterback and maybe overrated you know, NFL player in the last, you know, 15 years.
0: But he can, but he can whiz, he can zip the ball. Right. But
1: my thing is, what are they going to do, right? Is Jonathan Gannon going to play that defense where he's like, well, Justin Jefferson's not going to, we don't want anybody to take a home run for it. So are they going to, is it going to be slices of a thousand deaths? If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of what it was like against like guys like Derek Carr, you know, good quarterbacks. I mean, if these guys are completing the ball at like a 60, over 60%, you're not winning. You're not winning. Yeah, but my whole thing, and the most disappointing thing is, okay, so they weren't getting home with their front four. I don't know if they also got tired in the fourth quarter, but if you're not getting home with your front four, then you got to bring pressure in different ways. I know Chauncey Gardner-Johns. I know he just got here, so again, maybe a lot of that it's like still him kind of learning on the fly. But you got to do something. You can't just let them sit back there and pick you apart. And they got a tough running back coming in, Dalvin Cook. And, I I mean, Swift just made our our, our defensive line look like Swiss cheese. Jordan Davis gets in there for 22 plays, and it's a different story. They can't really run the football. And then I think that's kind of more of a matter of conditioning and being in shape. But, again, I don't think you get in game shape unless you play in games. I sound like Herman Edwards. But, again, it's the same thing. I mean, are we going to wait four to five weeks, and then all of a sudden this team is going to turn it on? I just hate it's, again, it's just like a, like a slow start. Now I know we put up thirty-one points and offensively we did some really nice things. And Jalen and bailed the team out several times. But I, the good thing is, you know, if you want to take a little silver lining out of the whole thing, is I think we have nothing to move up, up. You know, as far as potential goes, yeah, we're, we're just at the bottom right now. If they improve, you know, again, like I said, I'm going you know, to beat this drum for about seventeen to twenty weeks. It sounds like. But will it be the defense that just holds this team back? Like, offensively, they're clicking on all cylinders, right? Yeah,
0: they, I think they're, they're going to score four points on right. Monday night. There's I no think doubt they, about listen,
1: it. Listen, I think they should average at minimum 25, 24, yeah. 25 points a game. At least. I think that's very viable.
0: It is, because they're going to run the ball with efficiency, especially if Miles Sanders looks anything like he did in week one, which was a Sight for sore eyes. He gets into the end zone yeah. for the first time since oh, you last scored a know. touchdown.
1: Fantasy owners rejoice except for um, those didn't play. Like, man, you
0: know, so I, I'm not so concerned about that. The, you know, again, the trenches. Can the offensive line get it together with a week of preparation? Um, how are they going to adjust in game? Don't wait too long to adjust in game when you're playing a team with the firepower the Vikings have or it's going to be too little too late. So exactly. want to see how they come out. I'd love to see them dictate things, you know, put their stamp on the game early. I like the fact the game's at home. Um, more than anything, John Mita, I just hate and have for years now when the Eagles play the Vikings because I know so many Minnesotans, you know. Yeah. It's just hey. you don't, you don't want to hear from them. So, I, I, you know, as Howard Eskin would say, if you're scared, get a dog. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say I'm scared for the result. But I, I'm honestly not, oh. that, com- I'm not that confident in, in the outcome on Monday, and that's rare for me. You know, maybe yeah. I'll psych myself up by Monday, yeah. but I know how good this Vikings offense can be uh-huh. and has been against the Eagles in recent years. You know, the NFC Championship game notwithstanding, the Vikings sure. have won the last two regular season matchups, and they haven't been particularly close. Sure. Um, and, and Justin Jefferson, man, he – look, for me, if they yeah. can hold him, under 150 in, a in receiving yards and under two touchdowns, I'll take it as a win. Yeah. Don't let him wreck the game.
1: Absolutely. That's and my think, biggest
0: key. Don't let him wreck the game. Yeah. Stay in the game. And and you're right. They got to pressure Cousins. And, if and, the play-action game starts working, yeah. and he's running you know, through the middle of the defense, yeah, catching balls deep, with, yeah, with room to crosses. run. Oh my God. I mean, it's yeah, well, you'll we'll be play chasing play. him all night long. So – Look, the one thing I do like is that between Slay and Bradbury, I have confidence in the cornerbacks. I'm not expecting them to be perfect. I know yeah. they're going to get beat, but yeah. I like the secondary. And if the line, defensive line can just they gotta disrupt things, up. they, they ha- got to disrupt it. things.
1: They have to. Like, I hope they need to be put on notice. Like, yo, fellas, you got to earn your check this week because yep. – you know, you're going against Detroit. Imagine you go against good offense, like right. like superior offensive lines. Like, yep. And listen, we expect you have the talent. We expect you to be superior. So yes. they got to do something. And somebody's got to jump in their ass and their ear, whatever it takes.
0: And I'll, I'll be that. interested to see if but the I'm Vikings. Confident.
1: I still think they're going to win this game for some okay. weird
0: reason. I like it. I hey, got there's nothing game. wrong with that. Yeah, my Look, prediction there...
1: is like 31-23. I think that there... will be tight. But uh, I think, person... think
0: personnel-wise, you know, I'd like to think they're the deeper team. But I just don't know that they're, they're ready for it. I don't think they're playing. Yeah. Obviously, they're not playing their best football yet. It's week two. But right. let's see how they handle it. Uh, yeah. It could be a good wake-up call. Should they lose? Well, I it think could it's going to be a
1: good. I think it's going to be a great barometer as far as yes, it's how, a measuring how, stick how, game, right? How how the season is going to play, and like. I
0: and I'm hoping, and I'm thinking the Vikings may be smelling themselves a little bit. Yeah, uh, and and I, it's not the sense I get from the local pundits here. It's just like you, no, no. you, you know, the the Packers are their Cowboys.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and they took care of business rival. and All shut right, them down.
0: Handle, um, and, and I think that's. You know, they could come into Philly thinking that they're better than they are. Yeah. And maybe the Eagles take advantage of that. I'm hoping that the Eagles feel like, man, we got out of week one with a win. We got a lot to do. Let's be ready. And maybe the Vikings are thinking, boy, what a win. You know, we're, we're in the driver's seat here. We're going to win this divisional crown. And maybe they come out and they're not ready for what the Eagles have. That, that emotional, you know, kind of mind game. Is where I think the Eagles could possibly have an edge. And again, the games at home, pending they don't lay an egg, you know, the crowd will be a factor. So slow down Justin Jefferson. You know, make sure you contain Dalvin Cook. Get in Kirk Cousins' face. Run the ball to stay balanced. Let Hertz do his thing. Um, He's going to have to run. He's going to have to run to keep this team afloat when they're struggling. He's going to have to run to break the backs of the defense on third down. And you're right. Spread the ball around. Let's get Goddard some touches. Yeah. Let's see some good red zone efficiency. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game.
1: I really do. I do too. I think it's, uh, I just, listen, good quarterbacks, if you can pressure them and just make them feel uncomfortable, you know, anybody can be beat, Even the greats like Tom Brady. Once he gets pressure up the middle by the D tackles and you really start getting in his face. He, he then becomes he, – he doesn't look as invincible as he always is. I mean, but pressure's going to be key, man. They need to just dial something up. I don't know yep. where it's going to go. Listen, I don't care you blue, there's two. Like, throw something in there. Do something. Like, he's just – his game plan just drives me nuts because, like, I just don't see any changes. Everyone's like – I mean, everyone pointed to, oh, he's got better personnel. Everyone's riding the wagon. Again, you've got better personnel, and I didn't notice one difference at all. Zero. Nothing different.
0: I'm so. going 27-24, Birds. Woo! Dallas sweater. Goddard, offensive MVP. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as your defensive player of the game. Wow.
1: I like it. All right. I'm going 31-23. I think Devontae Smith comes out, has a big day, and I think he gets two touchdowns this week. That's and, lem- le- and let me
0: say this one more thing: a guy that will be playing inspired football, big time inspired football. AJ Brown, BG. Oh, Brandon
1: Graham being back, yeah.
0: Yep, first home game. Yeah. Uh, let's let's pencil BG in. Well, he took two
1: if, sacks. I like it. I don't know if you heard about AJ Brown. Yeah. The poor guy lost his dog Bentley. So I'm sure he's going to be playing inspired. When you lose your dog, part of the family like that and apparently he has yep. it's a puppy. I can't Well imagine.
0: look, and everybody's gonna be talking about Justin Jefferson. So perfect exactly. game for him to put his yeah. stamp on the fact he's a top five wide receiver and be nothing but pretty things for Birds fans to see in person, their first chance to see him at the link. Yeah. So I mean um, a repeat of the NFC championship, I could definitely go for a thirty eight to seven as oh well. Oh my I'll god, could you imagine? Yes. I would love it. Love it. You know, I'm just trying to keep a low profile for a few days. Let's get through Monday at 2-0, and then I will be out just pounding my chest around these parts.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, brother. Good stuff as always. Um, You'll be there, C-16.
1: Oh, man. I'll be back, man. I've been there over a year, so I'm looking forward to it. Yelling yelling third down? Oh, yeah. And run the damn ball. Punting, team, run the ball. All the expressions will be coming out. Believe me. I'll, give me, I'll, I'll give have me. C C-16, sixteen uh, C-16 rocket. In addition
0: to the uh, John Mita cliches that we all know and love, sure. give me your reaction to Jalen Rager and and uh, what can we expect from the fan base? You think when he oh goes back God. in punt return <laughs> formation?
1: Well, you know I will voice. I mean, <laughs> he's listen. If he's back there, I. The pressure, like, I'm sorry. Like, you got to have thick skin to play in Billy. Yep. He'll be eating a lime. He's going to try to make a play. And my prediction is, I think he must have punted. It would be great.
0: That would be unbelievable.
1: So, which we could use turnovers and some special teams plays. Yep. As
0: well. Amen. Amen, brother. Help flip the field, help flip the mojo, help pick up a dub. All right, brother. Good stuff as always. You guys, Thanks
1: for listening, everybody. Really Go, birds. Go, birds.
0: Go, birds the uh the no huddle the two minute drill the hurry up offense of the brother love podcast checking in again we'll see if they're two and zero. try and chat with you in the next week or so john made a great stuff appreciate everybody tuning in eagl ES eagles get a dub until next time we'll see